Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's gonna do it? You? You, Lieutenant Weinberg? You can't handle the truth! The truth. Sometimes it is massaged, sometimes it is bent, sometimes it is simply lost. Nowhere more so than Australian Rules Football, where there are more officially accredited journalists covering AFL footy than Australia's Parliament. Hope, however, is not lost. Or on this occasion, it's a little compromised. You see, the fullback line of truth is missing two of its stars, the Nelson twins. Yes, they are unlikely, and yes, they are the uncommentators, and we all know that they are unaccredited journalists. But they do make up part of a trident of truth that brings you great AFL news, views and opinion week in, week out. However, in week three, the boys, Chris and Justin, have been struck down by a dose of barley belly. That's right. Those little intestinal juices are flowing in ways that they shouldn't. Now, neither of the boys had been to Bali, which is a little bit suspicious in its own right, but they did recently eat in the Altona Gate Food Court. And if anyone has ever been to the Altona Gate Food Court, it's either death by food or death via stabbing. So I guess really the food aspect is the lesser of the two evils. Thus, Chris is currently driving the porcelain bus whilst Justin is busy dropping a few friends off at the pool. The show or the podcast, however, must go on, but let's do it in a bite-sized format and not talk about food again. Now, there are a myriad of AFL-based topics to cover this week, from the Suns pending burnout to the upcoming Blues and Bombers blockbuster, which promises to send little bits of Lego everywhere. But instead of sounding the siren and going into some sort of fictitious type match-up situation, which we'd save for the boys being here because I need all the support I can get at fullback, I just want to give you a little public service announcement. In fact, I'd rather talk about reality TV and the absolute non nonsense that is married at first sight. This show makes me want to vomit on every conceivable level and I have a little suggestion for you and it comes from my good friends out in the western suburbs. Yes, I am a western suburbs boy. If you really want to escape reality, leave your day job behind, your miseries, your sadness and indulge in another world and all life and you're thinking about getting into something like Married or First Sight or some other similar show, forget about it. Do as I've seen so many loyal Western Bulldogs supporters do and don that jumper. Paint your face if that's your style. Put on those big, big scarves covered in Badges of all your favourite players. Maybe there's some girls from the football. Maybe there's some guys from the football. I don't know if you want to mix them all in there together. But I've been seeing those Western Bulldog supporters get on all sorts of planes, trains and automobiles. Alright, maybe not so much the planes. And heading on in to what was once known as Telstradome. I still think of it as Telstradome, but it's now known as Etihad Stadium. Ah, there's the plane reference. And they go about watching the footy as a family, or with a mate, or with a loved one, or with just somebody they've met in the crowd and share a common passion. And that doesn't even have to be the Western Bulldogs. It could be against an opposition player who you're standing shoulder to shoulder and getting involved in the game. I actually called them players 
And that is a mistake because they are supporters. Or check that. You know what? They are players. They're players in the big game that is AFL footy. A really great way to step away from reality and indulge in sports and atmosphere in something that's, I think, a whole lot more wholesome. Yes, Chris Nelson has dug up a little bit of dirt over the previous weeks on AFL footballers. And yes, Justin's done a little bit of the same, although his shovel's not quite plunged into the ground with the same veracity. But it's great to get out and watch the guys and the girls who take centre stage across this country of ours to play a great national game and use that as your escape from reality rather than nonsense television programs that seriously have such a limited shelf life and I think are absolutely destructive. So as I said, Jerseys, jumpers, whatever you'd like to call them, scarves or scarves, should you be from Turak, covered in badges, painted faces, all sorts of other accessories, anything that makes you a true supporter of the game. And yes, I called you a player and you do play your part week in, week out because without big crowds, without passionate supporters, the game loses one of its most important aspects, and that is true community. So please, please, please put down the remote control, get out the front door, go and enjoy AFL football in its finest form, and that is actually at the coalface enjoying the game raw, live, in its absolute unrestrained form. It's a great game played by incredible athletes and well worth your hard-earned week in, week out to indulge as such. So there's my little community service announcement. Probably don't need to sound a siren on the back end, but I'll just give a little bit of a space. There we go. The siren could have been sounded. There is a bit of a punctuation mark. I'm not sure. I'm not the one who's going to do the post-editing on this particular show. Having said that, I can tell you that with a little bit of editing, manipulation across here and a tick there and a bit of red pen, I can tell you that Justin, Chris and myself are equal on 11. That's 11 correct tips over the previous two weeks. I'm wondering how you're going in your footy tipping in your office or in your home or wherever it happens to be that you participate. Are you picking a winner? I won't choose any winners against the boys this week. We'll just give ourselves a round score of five correct winners each. And that way, we'll all balance out and move on to 16 ahead of round four. However, I will say that blockbuster game between Essen and Carlton is a tough one for me to pick and was always a great game to play in. I couldn't think of any better game to play in than Essen and Carlton. And I don't think there'd be any true football fan out there who supports any team who wouldn't say that the 1999 prelim between Carlton and Essendon wouldn't be in the top three games of all time. If you'd like to argue that, maybe shoot me through a message via Instagram, via our Facebook page, and throw around some suggestions as to what games would be in your top three all time. Certainly for me, that is number one, the best game I ever played in. And maybe over the coming weeks, we'll talk a little bit more in depth about that particular game itself. In fact, the last few minutes when Mark McCurry missed an open shot at goal still truly makes me have hairs stick up on end on my arm and my heart pumps that much faster. Played junior football with Mark McCurry and couldn't imagine him missing that goal. Big shout out to Dean Wallace too for thinking he was Hussein Bolt. Now, 
I said bite size, that's been a big mouthful. I haven't taken a breath for nearly five minutes. So we'll end the program here and we'll hope the boys have a speedy recover from their barley belly exploits. As I said, trips to dropping friends off at the pool with barley belly, never a good thing. We always wish the boys a speedy recovery in this sort of circumstance. Please tune in via iTunes, free download of this podcast, The Last Line of Defence. And as I said, don't forget to stalk us, annoy us and drop us a message via our Facebook page and or Instagram. Let's fade the music up because we will maintain some of our production values and we'll look forward to having the boys back on deck and your good selves in terms of listenership coming back for round four. And please remember, in the meantime, the backline is the backbone.